What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Fabtatum. I'm here to talk about some things, talk about the positive. Once again, thank you for checking out my broadcast. She have uh, checking out morning time, you know what I'm saying? Have your morning coffee with your boy, DJ Fabtatum, once again. Let's talk about it. Let's go right into it, okay? Let's, there's no hose bars. Let's just talk about some things. Let's talk about uh, just some ideas, uh, some ideas, uh, some facts, uh, different ways to help situations. So let's first talk about this. All right. So we we all talking about we want change in the police department. And I spoke about it before how the police department is a private organization. And the history of the police department was to collect slaves. So with that says, the foundation of the police department were to basically get free labor you know, back without paying anybody, without owning nobody, without doing nothing. That's the facts of catching free slaves. Because remember, there was free slaves. So with that being said, most people overlook, a lot of people don't understand, and people don't see the picture of that, that as a minority, we outpopulated all Caucasians at that time. For example, for Every Caucasian in America, period. Even the movie they show you, the whole nine, I'm trying to tell you. We outpopulated them like five to one. It's facts. It's just numbers. Okay? <laughs> Think about it. If you're bringing a grove of, of almost 50, 20, 30 slaves to a cruise ship of five, to a plantation that maybe had a family member and a couple of people working their the thing. Remember, slaves outpopulated them. Okay, so remember, you didn't have people just come to America and just was like willy nilly. You know, it was basically people was coming in from England and other places, but they had to work. And while they were still coming in, we were still getting brought in here. We were still getting uh, brought into this country under the table and everything else. So. So some more facts about that. So they got to understand that. So pay attention to the picture and the narrative that they're not telling you about because they don't want you to see the bigger picture. So the police department, the police department is a private organization hired by the state to enforce state laws. Now, there's a many state laws that over the year has not changed until this day. And there may see laws for failure. And they were laws that only affected certain people. Okay, so when it comes to us, there were set laws, you know, we would get in trouble due to you've been free and you lost your paperwork. Right. That's called identification, just like you need identification to drive a car, but you don't need identification to walk the streets. But they only ask identification for minorities. You rarely see a identification for a white guy walking down the street with a gun or getting in trouble. They don't ask much to ID, your name, blah, blah, blah. They say they do, and a lot of times they don't. But for us, if we don't show identification or at all, we get it gets turned up. We're resisting arrest and, and the, then some and, and some more stuff. We're getting locked up. We're getting handcuffed. We're putting a card. We want to see tattoos, the whole nine, when you don't have identification, when you don't have a, a vehicle. Okay, they even ask minors these, which I question at the end of the day. Minors don't have IDs, but they ask you, you got any form of ID, anything on you? Point blank, period. But they won't ask a Caucasian the same scenario. They may ask them the name, Caucasian, the name, whole nine, and they won't ask for any more identification after that. 
Because at the time, the identification only asked for free slaves. Because if you didn't have your paperwork showing you were a free slave, you was automatically arrested. And you was given back to a plantation. You even ain't being part of that plantation. But you get back to, back to, back to that plantation or that jail who was, who was privatization to give free labor. To help finish roads. To help uh, do the fields. To help do a lot of things since all these slaves have walked away from these jobs. So you got to remember the narrative of that. That's, not, that's never talked about in the movies, so a lot of people don't know about it. It's not put in history books because a lot of people don't want you to understand the reason why certain things are on. Understand the will. Okay? So when I say understand the will, you have to understand the, the full full circle of it. So with this information, um, um, it's going to help a two-way street. It's going to help us understand why certain things in the police department get away with certain things or get away with certain, you know, different ways they're handled because at the end of the day, they're set up a certain way. They never was set up for us for success. They was set up for the capturing us from day one. So you have to understand that. You got to really, really pay attention to that. Remember, the, the, the laws weren't meant for us. They never were. State laws were never meant for us to prosper, never meant for us to be successful, never meant for us to gain an upper hand or be equal at the table. And that's something that at the end of the day, we have to realize this and come to understanding and come to realize that it is what it is, but change needs to happen. So I am about change, but at the same time, I'm not naive and understand like, oh my gosh, like why? So now, so I hope that people can listen to this because it will, it will, I, to me, this is my opinion. I think this will help understand the gap. You want to ask the Caucasian why a Caucasian doesn't understand is because our Caucasian is taught that rules and they're not taught rules on why the rules do exist and why they're there because we don't want to tell the full story sometimes. Or sometimes we don't know the full story. A lot of times we don't know the full story. So we don't understand why it works this way. Because the more you understand, the more better moves, the more better votes you make, the more better you understand rules and how the rules help us out. And what we need to be asking for when it comes to these, um, come to the uh, voting and everything. Okay. is That's the biggest thing. Okay. So with that said, you know, uh, I hope that will give you insight because people are not going to see it the way we see it or go through what we're going through is because there's no laws against them holding them for what they ever wanted to do in life. Okay. So, you know, this can go on for hours and days and millenniums. You really want to get into the deeps of it. But I I encourage um, the newer generation to understand the reason why things existed in the first place for you can make change. And the only way you can make change is for you to understand the true history and the true reason of the will and how it plays in a factor of finances in America. Because at the end of the day, it's all about finances in America. These same rules apply to, to Latinos and to the Asians who do come here. You know, they don't want to talk about like lately they've been talking about here and it took a history. They don't want to talk about how Asians were were meant to work the roads, gardens and homes and everything else during free after free slavery, after the migration. OK, they want to show uh, uh, these migration where it shows all these people, all these people took all this land, whole nine and, and, and moved on and stuff they did. 
And there's photos of big families at the time. And there was only photos for Caucasians that you see. But remember, we tripled the Caucasians, the Caucasians' family rate. All minorities did. From Asians to Latinos, we tripled their numbers. So you see a big family of uh, Caucasians, like you see like 10 of them. We had a family of 20. We have a family of 18. We have a family of 20, 21. We have big pictures because... They use mass production. But what happens when you mass produce something, right? In business, if you mass produce something, the value drops. So think what happened to us. We're mass produced. We're mass brought over here. So our value drops. So no longer, now we're expendable. So now you have a period of time where we, there's too many of us. And we're starting to make a change. We're starting to threaten the, the, the empowerment so now it's all outdoors to hang us. And there's rules just to hang us. They used to have uh, different rules in different cities and towns that if, if, uh, if at dusk, if you were a minority caught at dusk time, you automatically get hung. So remember that, all right? So I'm going to give you a little more history, a little bit more light on the subject, get you thinking, get that, get that mind to understand something. Now, remember, towards, towards the peak of slavery, Many Caucasians, uh, or many, uh, yeah, many Caucasians who were buying slaves stopped buying slaves. So when they stopped buying slaves, right, they were still getting slaves from Africa, still getting money, still getting these grants from from the King of England and uh, 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 from Ireland and stuff like that. They were still getting getting a lot because at this, at this time, America was like, oh, my gosh, new land, new territory, making new money. And and, and they wanted to get in on this. Right. So London, uh, Germany and all these other places, even some of the places in Africa were getting money off of this. Right. So therefore, remember, there was paying crew members, crew people to come there. Well, we will grant you money to get get over there and to develop a colony or develop a home and then you would send the money back, right? So remember, so this is during the peak of slavery. This one when the high grooves of slavery was coming at the time. A lot of people were not paying back what they owe. Okay? So what that did, it put America in a debt. So a lot of our early wars wasn't really over free free slaves. The Civil War wasn't over about free slavery, you know. Uh, 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 the Boston Tea Party wasn't about tea taxes. Uh, those are lies that they told us in history. The Boston Tea Party was example of how every uh, uh, the colonists here decided that you know what, it was cheaper to rob and steal than pay anybody. So they, they told King, you know, British and all them that we're not paying you jack. We're going to keep taking these slaves and we're not going to pay you nothing. We're not going to pay you the money that you made the boats for us to get over here in whole nine. Because boats wasn't made in America. A lot of boats were made over the coast of anything and brought in over here. Spaniard ships is a whole nine, okay? So you got to remember the trade, the, the, the trading routes and with these ships were already was established before America came. So remember, America wasn't an established colony at this time. And so then this is this is the time of there's still there's slavery at this time. You pay attention to the history line and you realize that when they was coming here, they was also stealing because at the end of the day, they were not paying people who would get money. So it's almost like for the young people say, and, and just to get you an idea, run off on the plug. 
Okay, someone says, "Hey, I give you a uh, give you a brick. You need to cut up, and then you come back to me in two weeks, and you pay. You keep your little portion, but you owe me this." So what happened? They was taking the brick. Said, "All right, we'll get back with you," and never getting back with you. So, so let's talk about this. So let me tell you, this is the turn of the eye, turn of the corner of information. So you think about it, right? So you say, "Okay, hey, you know." So at the end of end of free slavery, why did you why you just didn't return slaves back? Why do you, you you catch them and you say return them back? Right, that's a good question. Some don't ask that, but some do. Right, because everywhere else they would deport you back. Right, now the reason why you know uh, 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 Africa's wasn't given back to Africa or returned back to the continent they belonged to due to crimes and stuff like that is because. The criminal ain't going to go back to the scene. <laughs> so the ones that run off on the plug, they're not going to pay money to go back to a country, a continent or a country to give back these slaves or, or send them back saying, hey, we don't need them no more because they owe money on them. So that's why it was easier to not deport us. You know, it, that is one of the catch 22s that people don't realize. We, you, we, we, you know, we talk to as, as a society, as minorities, we always tell each other or we tell ourselves, it's like, oh, we don't have a connection in Africa. Which is true, we don't have a connection anymore. But it's funny that we never get deported back. Think about that. We don't get deported back. They could have took us and dropped us off at any coast of Africa, anywhere. Nobody would have never questioned it either. Africa would have never sent us back. You got to realize that that's something that that in our our mind and our logic and our DNA, we don't understand that. Right. It's like, why you just don't return us? Why would you just get us in a boat? Take us back if you don't want us to be here. You do that to anybody else. Let you be Irish or anything else like that or Asian, stuff like that. They'll send you back. They deport you. They send you right back quickly. You, you know, you're Brazil. They send you back. Uh, 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 Latino, they send you right back to Mexico. And you, you know, they do that instantly, constantly right now. To this day, they still won't send us back. And you can DNA test and they still won't send you back because they know if the men they send back, they're in debt. They're going to have to pay. So you have to understand that. You know what I'm saying? You really have to understand the the money game and politics of it all, right? So, you know, um, so that's just just like just the way to, to give information to open up. Mind. This stuff is written. This stuff are in books. You just have to know where to look for it at. Okay? And these are just, it just, you have to really think past the words and past information people tell you. You got to research this information. It makes perfect sense. Because you're not going to sit there and say, why does it not make sense? Right? Okay. So this is what I think would help out with us. Right? Okay. Now, we all know that. Uh, if you don't know, we know that um, uh, 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 if you have a felon, you know, you, you get you get a, a, a strike against you. You know what I'm saying? You have a felon against you. You know, that does, never expires. Right. So to me, you know, I asked myself this today, this morning. I was kind of like, man, you know, you know, we talk about voting now. Uh, you're a felon, you know, if someone passed your vote. Right. But my question is this. You're a felon. But you can't get a passport. Like, the United States won't give you a passport, right? Because the felon strike is supposed to say that you're 
are a servant to the state of the United States. That's what a felon strike is supposed to do. You're supposed to be able, you're supposed to go and earn that off. It's supposed to come off. It's supposed to be like almost a, a prisoner of war. You know what I'm saying? You do a crime. You, you're now you owe your you your your servitude to us for a certain time, but a felon strike doesn't work that way. It do, but it doesn't. It doesn't work in a way which you think that after a time it should expire. Because I, mean, I think a felon should expire. If you did a crime and you went to jail for it, and then time is up. It's been 10 years, you have never committed that crime again, or 11 years, never committed that crime, that should fall off, right? Then that should make you say that you're adapted to society and you should be able to do what you need to do. But for some reason, stays on for life. Because the reason why is because they want you to stay enslaved into the United States so they can call you back anytime, right? I think a great idea would be, you know, because right now, um, as a minority, and 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 I must speak this because I know I'm a victim of this. We have believed the lies that America has sent us so bad that we don't know how to be successful. Some people are going to not understand what I'm saying. I'm going to say it once again. The lies that America has told us has hindered us from being successful. Okay. The reason why I say that is because somebody else has said it too. And I've said it to myself many times. Africa right now, in the last few years, have been giving us passages and land and jobs and offering us all kinds of stuff to go back to Africa. Now, you, you want to say, dang, why, why, why would I take this idea? Why I do? I mean, the tickets cost this much money, whole nine. And, and people has, you know, you've seen these stars lately has been going back to Africa. And some of them have went back and moved and lived there. You know what I'm saying? But you don't hear talked about the news. You don't even hear about... What Africa is even offering us. There's many successful countries in Africa that are very well developed, like the United States. You would not tell the difference. It has the same thing. It has skyscrapers, it has houses, it has cars, it has Uber Eats, it has restaurants, it has buses, uh, paved roads everywhere, beautiful homes, great weather. You name it, has it all in Africa, right? But America has given us the image and made sure they grind this image of of Africa being a poor village. That is almost like, for example, if if New York, right? Everybody knows New York has a uh, middle of New York has is is has a a uh, 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 landscape. If you don't pay attention, you know they always New York is city streets, yeah. But you know people go hiking and, and camping out in the, the the forest out there in New York. You know what I'm saying? They have everything out there, right? Farmland, whole nine. You know, so they, that's all they show. So they show little small parts of forests that are still live Africa backgrounds, whole nine. That's all they show because they don't want you to understand that what's to Africa, right? So I think that. You know, be, you know, besides to add on to their campaign, that Africa's already trying to get us to understand that the, the CNN ain't talking about Fox News. Other things ain't telling you about how we can be more. Excuse me, how we can be more successful in Africa. But we're too scared to be successful. Period. As a culture, as being black, we're too scared of success. I don't care anybody who's American citizen in the United States who've been born and raised. We are scared to succeed because in our eyes, being successful is an entertainer. That's all we think. We think we have to be an entertainer to be successful. We have to be on these shows and whatever to make this money whole nine. But 
nobody wants to go to Africa to be successful beyond your wildest beliefs. Because we went to Africa, right? There's no restrictions. We go to Africa, there's no, there, there, there's no hindrance to us. There's no, there's no, there's no way that we can't get finances. There's no way we can't get money. We're not held at the same statue we're in America. We're not, not just getting a little bit of a crumb of a slice of bread and everybody else can get a slice and we get a crumb. We're not even financially held down. You can build a city, you can build a town, you can build a home in Africa all day long and nobody's stopping you. They'll give you money to do this. And the reason why I say that is because think about all the churches that are in the black community who say, oh, if we opened a church, we opened this and a small thing. Think about that. But they can't do that in America. They get all these people who have opened churches in Africa, but have a hard time opening schools in the United States. There's a reason why that, you know what I'm saying? There's a reason why uh, 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 churches are not saying, let's raise money for all of us to go to Africa to be successful. These are crazy questions, right? But you have to realize that this is because they're not spoken of that doesn't happen or these are true ideas. You have all these mega churches out here, right? So let's go over there. Yeah, not a couple names. Croft, you know, Crawford Dollar. Very big mega church, right? Even TDJ, I'm going to call him out. Very mega churches, right? These are people, they talk about, oh, God, 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 right? They talk about God's wondering, God's favorites. But hey, I believe God and God's very powerful, right? But with all this injustice, I don't see them making a big move to make sure let's all go to Africa. They, that's what they should be jumping on right now. They should say we should all go to Africa, right? The reason why they're not saying that or telling you that is because they're they're hindered the same way you are hindered, like we're hindered. They don't believe that they're going to be successful in Africa like they are in the States. And to tell you the truth, you're going to be more successful. And the, here's the other crazy part about that. It's it, it will, it's going to blow your mind because it's not you don't even know how to treat yourself. You don't know the same. Like he probably been in Africa all night, but I'm just trying to think, why didn't you take your old church out there? Why didn't they tell church out there to move? Why we're not pushing to say, hey, we're going to Africa. That's it. We'll leave the United States. Because you guys, we have to understand the power we have. You know, the minute we pull out, we go to Africa. You know how the United States will hurt even worse? You think, you think the Corona-19 will crash the stock market? We would crash the stock market, hands down. We all went. I mean, 50% of all uh, African Americans, black, I don't care what you call it, whatever you want to call yourself. If you you mark not white another on your on your census, if fifty percent went to Africa right now, the stock market would crash the same day. So fifty percent of us went, grass market will crash right now, and the United States will be in worse debt than ever before. All the way around. That's what would break the system, right? So I'm going to go back and just say that, go kind of come back a little bit and say that we should, that I think that for us to start it off, I think Africa should add on to everybody who's a felon and give, and, and, and basically give them, you know, uh, uh, if you're a felon, we'll take you. Pay for it. In other words, so in other words, bargain with the United States to get, to accept all felons. The reason why I say this, you know, because this is how I feel. If you accept all felons, you know, got one felon, one struggle right now, you know, if you go to Africa, you have land, you have a job, off rip. Nothing would hinder you from being successful. And we know 
about 50%, up to 50, 60% of felons who are in jail at this time and we had the first strike are not criminals. They are survivors. They're trying to survive in an element that is not meant for success. Because at the end of the day, you're a felon, you're, you're called free labor. So I got the felon mark on you. You cannot be successful. Because I need free labor. I need to do all the stuff that I don't want to pay nobody and I can do it even cheaper. That's what the felon mark is for in the United States. It's for free labor. So, therefore, you have a, a young man or young woman, you know, due to a situation, had to sell drugs or, or survive or whatever like that. It's just all about survival. They get caught. They go back. They're, now they're in this cycle that they can never get out of. So, you have this felon who's trying to change their life. Come on out and trying to make an honest living for the family and trying to pay back the little court fees and uh, jail fee that they pay and then have to pay child support and then have to pay A, B, C, and D. But they can't make enough because they cannot, they can't, they, they're not going to get paid the, the max amount for the potential that you would do if you went to Africa. You get, fa- you get 100% of your potential, right? So if you was an outstanding individual with, with your hands, you would make 10 times more than you would make in the United States as a felon, right? So that would change our scenario. That would change our mind thinking. That right there says that would change our mind success. That's what I'm talking about. That is success changing mind. And I think Africa should put that into their, their, their structure to get us back. It's like, you know what? We want to go after all the first felons because the felons are mostly the males, right? And women too. So you want to take those, bring them back so they can be successful and be very promising. You know what I'm saying? All the other words, you like everybody else do. You go to America to take their knowledge and stuff. They come back to Africa and make it 10 times better. So therefore, the crime rate wouldn't spike. We wouldn't have crime. You know why? Because cats wouldn't be knocking off other cats just to survive anymore. Because now they can survive off of the ability of their talents that they have or developed or got to school and got a degree and hold on. Because it's funny, felons, they go to jail, you get a felon and you get a felon. But you go to jail, you went to prison and you, and you did went to school. You did a, the proper trade, took the test and passed. So you're a successful uh, 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 accountant, you're successful a real estate agent, you're successful, all kinds of engineer or nine. You can go to Africa and use that tool, right? So I think that would help out. I think that would give us a boost and give us right there because you give a chance to give these films a chance to be scratch-free and successful. But what happened is America probably ain't going to accept that because America's be like, you're taking away our free labor and we're not getting nothing back from it. You understand what I'm saying? And they really can't ask Africa that at all because they owe Africa. That's the crazy part. You see that? They owe Africa. So they can't really say, okay, Africa pays. Africa be like, uh, no, at the end of the day, you still owe us. <laughs> you don't be fooled. United States is in debt to Africa. Don't ever get twisted. Africa is never in debt to the United States at all. And that's facts. But they don't want to talk about that. They talk about everything. They talk about China, the debt to China on on. They're in debt to Africa too. Believe that. Okay? And that's facts. But they don't want to talk about that. Okay? So... I, you know, I just want to talk something a little bit more positive, but a little education to get the mind and get the eye going and, 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 and encourage us to push us past the limit. I push us to really look to go to Africa. And I said for us, even us older individuals, and that's cats in their 20s, 30, you know, 30s and 40s, right? So you, you think that, hey, I ain't going to go back to Africa because in your mind, you're scared of starting all over. But you're not. It's almost like you move to another state. You got a job, 
They're going to pay you this money to move out of state. You might as well take your family and go and and do it. Because I'm going to look more into it, right? I looked a little bit and I was like, man, they, they're giving you jobs. They're giving you place to stay. They're giving you that. And, and, and the first thing you think is, oh, about AIDS. No, it's not like that. Oh, outbreak of ABCD. Like, the only time they want to talk about Africa, I'm talking about these small villages that have their, that have their own battles, like, like United States. You know what I'm saying? They have the different, like, um, how can I say? They have their own little problems, too, but it's not, it's not worse than America. America, we're living a lie. Because the American dream wasn't made for us. It was made with us, but not made for us. That's very powerful. And you guys got to understand that. I'm going to say it one more time for you guys can understand. I'm saying it slowly, too. The American dream was not made for us. We were just here to help make the American dream. So let that think in. Let that sleep with you. Because at the end of the day, it, 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 it. It's funny, right? Because you ask anybody else who comes to America, a lot of them don't get the. A lot of them don't, don't. They get citizenship, but they don't give up their pass, their their international passport, right? Because they have an international passport. You know, you can be in any country as long as you want, but they're never gonna give up the citizenship. Most people who come here, who who are in Africa, whatever, they don't give up their citizenship. Because at any time when it gets sour or whatever, they can go back and, and, and nobody has to stop them whole night. So, there's something to think about. And like I said, it's, gonna, it's a culture shock, but I'm telling you, I've been around the world. And I'm telling you now, guys, you have opportunity to go, go. Because if it don't get better in the next couple of years, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pack my family up. We're gone. Simple as that. I'd rather take my chances starting all over to a place that I have a better opportunity to be successful than starting all over in a country that I can go to the next state and still two days later end up in the same pot piston that I start off in. And to them, that's okay. To me, that's not. And we cannot accept this no more. We, you can't sit here and think that we're in a country that's made, that we help made, but it wasn't for us to be successful in it. You have to understand that we didn't, this country, we in this country to help make it be successful for others and not for us. We have to realize the truth and embrace the truth and understand what, how to make moves better so we can understand it. Because I don't care how rich you make it in the United States, you're still put in a place. You know, the music industry, right? You figure all these, all these rich millionaires or billionaires now we have, none of them is not willing to change the, the industry to benefit us, not one. I ain't seen nobody trying to uh, set distributions. I ain't trying to see nobody. You have all these Sony's whole nine, but I don't see a black owned one. Why is that? Because there's a reason. It's like, hey, you could be a billionaire, but what you cannot do, you can never make up a company to do distribution whole nine. We have enough money to do it, right? But I'm saying it's not happening because it's, it's all rigged. Like, I, once again, I told you, I'm telling you guys this now. It's not meant for us to be successful. And to be successful means the rich and famous that you see and then they post is you have to be a rapper or in industry, entertaining. You know what I'm saying? You have to be a clown to be a successful individual, which is, I'm not saying clown in a bad way, but it is in America. Because everywhere else, the talents that we have, 
we're billionaires. We're successful in other countries. So that's it, man. Once again, thank you. That's a nice little morning inspiration. I just want to just bring a different positive light because we see what's going on and we're trying to figure out why it's going on. And maybe just help answer some of you guys' answer is the history that we don't know or they're not willing to tell us so we can see what we really need to do. And I'm telling you, if we all left, if, like I said, 50% of us left and went back to Africa, United States would crash at a hole. We're the ones that keep the money turning, but it's not benefiting us. We're the ones that keep making things happen, but it ain't benefiting us. And it's not meant to benefit us. So that's it. That's it, Fabricator. Keep your heads up. Keep positive. And just remember, always think outside the box and don't let yourself stay in the box. If you stay yourself in the box, you'll be a slave to that box for the rest of your life. Remember, you can make the box. Don't let nobody put you in a box that they made because you'll never be able to understand it. Anyway.